Last we left, Johnny Cash had a family on the way. His maybe dreams of musical stardom seemed to be fading, or at least they should have been. He was selling door-to-door appliances. It's funny to think that the people that are always bothering us calling to our doors, one of those could have been Johnny Cash. His daughter, Roseanne Cash, said he must have been the worst salesman ever. Apparently one time he showed up, knocked on a door, a woman answered, and he said, you don't even want to buy anything, do you? And walked away. But in his free time, he did form a band. He formed a band with two mechanics. And what they would do is, both had wives, so the wives would come over and play cards while the men played around with musical instruments. At the time, country music had 600 stations and it was exploding. But behind the scenes, it was actually losing its pace because its innovation had slowed down. Sam Phillips was head of Sun Records Studio and he was running a promotion where anybody could make their own record. But it was expensive and selling door-to-door stuff didn't yield a huge paycheck. So instead, Johnny Cash reportedly slept outside the studio for an hour or two in the morning and begged Sam Phillips for some time in the booth. So he's given an audition and this is the first time where we see the man in black. We've seen the man in black and his um, his darkness and, you know, bearing his gr- brother and, and all those, those those things. But he actually shows up to the audition in black. And this, as I say, the birth of the man in black. So during the audition, he performs mostly gospel music because we must remember at the time, his mother, three times a week in the church, he's pretty pretty devoutly religious but he learns then that they no longer produce gospel music because it doesn't sell. Phillips was rumoured to have told Cash go home and sin then come back with a song I can sell. In desperation Cash just tries he performs some songs he wrote in the Air Force. This is the birth of the early rockabilly style that Phillips signs him for. Phillips, head of Sun Records, immediately puts Johnny to work. And Johnny then seems to foster almost a community of this pre-mentioned style, rockabilly. Rockabilly is the mixture, supposedly, of rock and hillbilly music, which we see a lot in Elvis, but that was actually fostered at the very same Sun Records. You see, Elvis and Johnny Cash were both signed to the same label, both pretty much nobody's at the time. In fact, Johnny Cash used to call Elvis the shaky kid, but in return, Elvis called Cash old man because Cash was three years older. Now, I teased this in the promotion, but the song that you didn't know Johnny Cash is responsible for, the Elvis song that he stole, Blue Suede Shoes. Johnny Cash tells a man called Perkins, another Sun Records signing, a story about a man with blue suede shoes that he served with in the Air Force. Perkins then performs the song and Elvis picks it up and runs away to success. Within just weeks, he leaves the hellhole tour that all of the artists on Sun Records are forced to perform. They are performing 10, 15 hour days, traveling a lot and doing many, many shows a day. Elvis, now in the limelight, gets to leave basically on the back of a Johnny Cash song. So Johnny Cash has reached some form of success. He's now proved to his wife and her two friends that the band has something, they've been signed, but he's snubbed of his opportunity. Elvis has ran away and he's still on this horrible tour. But while on that tour, there is constant confliction between Johnny and his wife Vivian about the potential opportunities that may arise on tour, which is why Johnny, as a promised Vivian, writes the song, 
I Walk the Line. It rises to number one, and Johnny Cash, just like Elvis before him, is away. (laughs) 